presence with God. We want to know his presence. We want to come face to face to him and, and know his glory and feel his love. And I want to pray for you today. As I said, we can do that uh, later for those who are not well. But uh, I know a lot of people have been giving you. you. You've been such a generous bunch, and I appreciate that. So whether we're talking about your giving in the past, giving today, uh, I just want you to uh, imagine that you're holding that seed up in your in your hands, okay? That which you've already given. And, and that which you, you want, you intend to give in the future. So uh, let's, what I want to do is I'm trying to, you giving, I want to have faith, okay? And I want to bless your giving because God is no man's debtor. And I believe God is going to richly reward you for all that you've done. We had a Thanksgiving service a while back, and I believe God is going to richly reward the people that have given there. So my prayer, I want you to just imagine you're holding that seed in your hands right now, whether it's from a week ago or two weeks ago. And I just pray over it right now. Father, we thank you that you are the Lord of the harvest. You are the best giver of all, Lord. We thank you to give back to us. awesome God we serve. He is our Father in heaven. Continuously he is showering ceaseless flow of his goodness to us that we cannot have room enough to contain. So I want all of us to put our hands together and celebrate the goodness of God in our life. Let's bless him. Let's celebrate him. Let's give him all the praise. He's a good God. He's a good, 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 good God. Exalt him. Magnify his holy name. Exalt him. Give him all the glory and adoration today. He's good to you. He's good to your family. He's good to the nation. He's good to the nations of the world. He's good to your extended family. He's good to you. You're going out and you're coming in. Give him all the glory. Give him all the praise. Give him all the adoration. He's been good to our churches, our ministries in Ghana, I mean in America, here, and also in Northampton, and in London. 
abundant. He has been good to us. We need to celebrate his goodness. This is the awesomeness of Jehovah God. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We bless you. Oh, look at it. Your family is being blessed in a very special way. Give him glory for the protection over your family. In the name of Jesus. Malabrose ke bahatsata kamada. Le barose nalima kamada lima sote kamada. Amen. Glory to God. Oh, there is joy in my heart. I don't know about you. I believe there is joy in your heart. If there is joy in your heart, shout Jesus. Shout Jesus. I want to go a little bit to my local dialect today before I go into the word. I want to say, Yes, Christo, Yes, Christo, Yes, Christo, or say, Yeah, 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 yes, yeah, yes, Christo, yes, Christo, yes, Christo, Jose, yeah. Yes, 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 Simply, we were sounding appellation to the name Jesus Christ. Yesu Christo is Jesus Christ in my local parlance. Yesu Christo is Jesus Christ. He's the reason we live. In him we live and move and have our being. He is the lily of the valley. He's a bright morning star. He's the ancient of days. He is the good shepherd. He's the resurrection and the life. He's the bread that comes from heaven. He's anointed above his fellows. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. His name is Jesus. Let us celebrate him. His name is Jesus. Labra Kamanalima Sandebaha. Celebrate Jesus. Before I go into the world, I want us to sing this song together. You are the Lord, I will praise your name. You are the Lord, I will praise your name. You have delivered me. Praise your name. Let's praise him now. You are the Lord. Oh yes, oh yes, you have delivered me. You have set me free. You are the Lord. I will praise your name. It, 
In him I will praise your name. You have delivered me. You have set me free. It is my will praise your name. Oh, somebody shout hallelujah. You see, you see, you see, this is, this is some things that you see me do. I want you to invite them and do them. Because you see, We've got something we call proving methods. It takes you to the presence of God. And that is why there is what we call impartation. You see, there are some things that if you learn from seasoned people and you apply them, you see yourself moving in leaps and bounds. Why? Because you grow in the presence of God. As we always say, we don't want to gather for gathering's sake. We want to gather and touch the hem of his garment. We want to gather and feel his fragrance trickling down over us. We want to gather and feel saturated with heaven. So that when we go, we can smell God. We can sniff his presence and people who come close to us can know that mm, they have been somewhere. And this is what brings his glory to bear upon our environment. This is what brings his glory to bear upon the nations of the world. It will take only the glory of God to change the lives of wickedness in this world. To change the lives of horrible people, sicknesses, diseases and sicknesses and demonic infestations it will take only the presence of God that is why there is an example in the Bible that when Saul was filled with demonic evil presence then they will call for David who was a minstrel to play and then the presence of God will come down and when the presence of God comes down the demonic invasion will leave Saul so I want you to know that I mean we can bring his glory down just as just as if you have the password to any computer you can enter the same thing God let me tell you God is not scientific but God has a passcode and if you want to be serious with God you want to learn to know the passcode to assess the presence if not all that you do all that you go about will be religious, I mean, uh, uh, liturgical, I mean, steps. And somehow it will be devoid of the fragrance of God. Or it will be, it will be minute of the presence of God. God wants to increase over us. He wants to bring his glory over us, even as the waters cover the sea. See how the waters fill the sea. That is how he wants his presence to fill us. Every Christian. Not just special Christians. Every child of God. Every child of God. And I mean you. I mean you. That is why, oh glory to God. I'm not called to be an ordinary conventional person. I am called to take you to the presence of God. I am called as a prophet who brings the fragrance of God down. If our God be God, let God move in fire. Let God move in power. Let God move in glory. This is the God we serve of yesterday, today, and forever. He's the same. He doesn't change. And this is the God I want to infuse your heart with. This 
is the legacy I want to leave with you before I go to heaven. I've told them in, in, in Northampton that me, I'm not going to retire. I'll preach and preach and preach and maybe one day I preach and I sit down and then I'll check out to heaven. Why? I have finished what I'm doing here on earth. And this is what I want you. I want your heart to be a blaze for God. A blaze for God. That wherever you go, this week, this week I was in the midst of a lot of unbelievers in a, in a particular environment. And then the Holy Spirit started bubbling in me with a song, with a song, with a song, with a song. I wanted to just muse over it. I wanted to muse over it just to me and to, I mean, the Holy Ghost. But somehow, the Bible says that out of your belly shall flow rivers of living waters. So uh, as I was musing and musing and musing, the Holy Ghost said, come on, let it flow. Let it flow. So I open up. And I started to worship. First, I was doing it gently, gently, and then I couldn't. And then I, it started coming out, and my hands went up, and I was just singing and moving about and singing. And lo and behold, the whole environment went quiet. There were a lot of Caucasians there who are very rude to God, but they went quiet. They went quiet, and all of them were in a mood of honoring the presence of God. Amen. And this is what brings change. If we want to be conventional, we want to be always like, I mean, you, 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 you have a light and you're hiding the light. You want to put it under the table. Like I always tell some people, when they meet unbelievers, they are unbelievers. When they meet Christians, they are partial Christians. No, that will not, that will not cut it too. It will not cut it. It will not work, I'm telling you. Because the devil will be laughing at you. And God will be spewing you out. Because why? You are lukewarm. You are shy to let your light shine before men. No. Let it shine. Let it shine. Let it shine. Somebody's in bondage. Do you know that? Maybe when your light is shining in that place, God will use you to touch the next person that he will use to do, to do the most powerful miracles the world has ever seen. And you will be the key. That is why you can't in any way sit on the presence of God. You can't hide it. You can't. Don't try. Oh, oh, yeah, uh, I mean, it's, it's going over the top. Yeah, we want to be nice. I mean, yeah. Oh, yes, you will be nice and demons will harass and torment you. Even if they don't torment you, you will not see the glory of God. And you would not understand why is this that some people, some people, it seems like, it doesn't mean that they are perfect. Like I told you when we're doing, I mean, I mean, the ordination and the, I mean, the graduation. I told you that, you see, the flow of the prophetic doesn't mean that, it means that the person that God is using is more holy than any, any of the people or he, he's more, he fasts more or anything. No, he's sensitive. He knows how to use the passcode to God. Though he's growing in him, but he knows how to use the passcode. And this is what I want you to learn and know. So that you can know how to assess the presence of God. And bring his fragrance to bear upon your environment. To come to bear upon your life.
Today, I hope uh, I'll be permitted to be able to finish this because uh, I, I want to, uh, I mean, bring you to the climax of, I mean, of, I mean, our study book. I mean, for the first thing, I mean, that is the book of Esther. And uh, if you remember, I told you that, uh, I mean, uh, when we, when we started, I said the entire book of Esther can be summarized into four major themes or topics four major themes or topics the first topic is self-invoked demotion self-invoked demotion the second is selfless dedication the third is divine orchestration and then the last is what i'm going to preach on i've preached on the first three already the last time I preached before we went for, I mean, the graduation was divine orchestration, if you remember, and if you were taking notes. Today, I want to preach on the last, and the last one is lasting memorial. Say that, I mean, say lasting. Memorial. Memorial. You see, when we talk about memorial, it's from the word memory. And with we say lasting, we're talking about something that you have done which has registered in the minds of people which cannot ever be forgotten. It cannot ever be forgotten. Even your enemies cannot forget it. Even those who don't wish you well cannot forget it. It's a lasting memorial. And that is the climax in the book of Esther. And today, that is what I want us to look at. The lasting memorial or a rich legacy. A rich legacy. Or legacy for posterity. Legacy for posterity. That means you've done something that will stand and stand forever. And today, I want to challenge you that you will come to a point that in your Christian life, you always seek to do things that will last and last beyond you. It will go and go beyond you. It will touch generations, born and unborn. It will affect the kingdom for life. Lasting memorial. Let's go to Esther chapter 9. You know, you've read it all, so I'm not, I'm not going to read too much portions because I want to give it to you as the Spirit of God is pouring it in my heart. Are you ready for it? Yes, Your yes is weak. Are you ready for it? Yes, sir. Shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Why? Are you lying on your bed? Shout hallelujah. <laughs> Glory to God. Let's go to Esther chapter 9, verse 26 through 28. I am blessed, though. I am blessed. What about you? Say, I am blessed. Somebody say, I am blessed. I want to hear your voice. Shout and say, I am blessed. Hallelujah. You see, these are things you need to tell yourself, speak to your environment, let everybody around you hear it, and it will become your living reality. You are blessed beyond a curse. Say, I am blessed beyond a curse. Shout hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Glory to God. You see, when you confess, when you have to speak it and speak it and speak it until you see that your environment is changed. You see, at times when you are speaking it, the, the things that you are trusting that they will change will be getting worse. But don't stop. Keep speaking it. Eventually, your words will override any negativity. Because you are not speaking your own words. You are speaking the words of God. You are speaking, thus sayeth the Lord. And when you speak, thus sayeth the Lord, God is obliged or God is obligated to act. Mabaya, Mabaya. Hey, hey. Can you speak in tongues a little bit? Just shout. Hey, 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 hey. Hey, 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 hey. Le Le baro sete kabaha. Le baron de le masote kabadale masanda baha. Le babara kabadale masonde le makabada. La bria kabaya sote kabaya. Le baro sete kabara sata kapata. Amonde le makabada. Le babara kabadoli masonde le makabadale masaya. E bro sote kabaya sata. E malabriandale masote kabaya ha. E babara kabadale masoko le malababo kabadale masende. Ale brasata kabaya. Hey! 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 Le kabadale masote kabadale masaya. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. 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 Let's, let's go to Esther chapter 9, verse 26 to 28. And please note it. Esther, Esther chapter 9, verse 26 through 28. So they called these days Purim. Say Purim. Say Purim. After the name Pearl. Okay, good. Therefore, because of all the words of this letter, what they had seen concerning this matter and what had happened to them, the Jews established and imposed it upon themselves and their descendants. Note it. They established and imposed it upon themselves and their descendants. And all who would join them, that means even in the future, that they would, that without fail, they should celebrate these two days every year according to the written instructions and according to the prescribed time. Oh my God. That these days should be remembered and kept throughout every generation, every family every province and every city that these days of Purim should not fail to be observed among the Jews and that the memory of them should not perish among their descendants. Somebody say Amen. amen. You see, this is an establishment of a lasting memorial or of a long rich legacy. 
or establishing something for posterity that will go beyond those who are doing it. The two days, what two days are we talking about? Let me tell you, when Haman decided to get the authority from Ahasuerus to kill the people who he described as having a strange culture, that is the Jews, I mean, starting with Mordecai, he consulted his astrologers and magicians. He consulted them, the magicians, and then the magicians told him that choose the month of Ada. And in the month of Ada, which is our time, February, in the month of Ada, on the 13th, choose that day to be the day that you will kill the Jews. So that if you read it, you see that the Bible says that they cast lots. The word lots that he cast was consulting the charms, the magicians, and the astrologers. So they cast lots to determine in the realm of the spirit which date will be suitable for their diabolical activity. And when they cast the lot, in fact, in the language of the Persians, the casting of the lot is called per, P-U-R, per, per. Oh, glory to God. Per. So he fixed the date on the 13th of Ada. And the letters were sent out. But then when God, you remember, when the God, the divine orchestration happened, there was a reversal. There was a turnaround. And when the turnaround came, the Jews also decided that they will use two days to celebrate and to met out godly vengeance on the wickedness of Haman. Because why? There has been divine orchestration. And this is what I want you to know, that anything evil, anything bad, anything demonic, that people who are wicked, evil, witchcraft spirits, I mean, principalities will connive, or even envious people will connive to do against you, God will turn it around. And when God turns it around, God will give you a celebration over them. Somebody shout hallelujah. So this celebration is what they established and they call it Purim. The casting of Lot has been turned around and we are rather celebrating. I don't want to go into the details. You've all read it, so I'm not going to repeat myself of the biblical, I mean, narration. But I want to concern myself with what can motivate you so that you can do something similar. In your walk with God, so that it will go beyond you, into your community, into your family, beyond your family, into your community, beyond your community, into your country, beyond your country, into your continent, beyond your continent, and into the world. You see, God can use you. You may think you are ordinary. Nobody is ordinary. As soon as you come into contact with the blood of Jesus, you are special. Amen. Amen is weak. Say, I am special. Because of Jesus. Say, say because of Jesus. Jesus. Somebody shout hallelujah. I didn't say say amen. I said shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. That was good. You see, 
So they fix these two days, and then the two days now till now, Purim is one of the feasts that the Jewish people celebrate. Purim. Every year, they set two days aside in the month of February, Ada, so that they would do. You see, the Purim, I mean, as you go on, was selected to precede a month and a day to precede what we call the Passover celebration. The Passover celebrated their coming out from bondage. That is from Egypt. You see, nothing is done in the Bible just for doing sickle. And the same thing as Christians. Nothing is done in our life just for doing sick. Everything has significance. Before I, I spoke to you about what we, when we're doing the Thanksgiving, I spoke to you about something we call the means of blessing. A means of blessing is something you do physically that can trigger heaven for heaven to act supernaturally on your behalf. You do something physically. So that is why if you become somebody who always want to argue, who always want to seek the opinions of people, rather than knowing the mind of God, you miss God. You will miss God. A very fine opportunity will be given you for you to do something physical, physical, that will trigger a supernatural move of God on your behalf. One time... I don't know if I've told you this story, but I want to repeat myself. That is the mark of a good teacher. You see, one time I was invited to another region within, I mean, my country to go and preach two days all night. And when I went, the minister who invited me took me to his house. And he, they were planning to find a hotel for me to go and stay for the two nights so that I'll do the program and go back to where I live. But then when I came, I think what they were expecting and what they were planning, it didn't go well for them. So physically, they didn't have money. I didn't know that. That's what they told me. So I was sitting down. And then they went, as they left me in the living room. And then they went to, I mean, yeah, I mean, let's say one of the bedrooms. And they were discussing. I have these ears. My ears is such that I can hear things. Very far away. When even people are in their bedrooms and they are talking, I can't, at times I can hear what they are saying. It's very strange, but I think it's a gift of the Holy Spirit. I can hear it like I'm there. And at times, initially when it started, I'm like, ah, what is this? And then later on I realized that is the, the one of the prophetic gifts. Anyway, so whilst they were talking in the room, I heard them. And they say, yeah, we don't have money. What we're expecting didn't come to go and put this man of God in the hotel. So whilst they were talking there, I told the gentleman who took me to the house that, oh, they are discussing that they don't have money to put me in the hotel. And then the gentleman said, oh, I'll take you to my house. So stop them. So as soon as they came, I didn't even wait for them to speak. And then I told them, that, oh, uh, my brother here says that he's got a place in his house. So he's going to take me to his house. And then I'll stay there and then he'll bring me to the program. So, and then they said, oh, they started thanking my brother so much, thanking him. And then he, I didn't know where he was living. He took me to his house and then I realized that he's also got only one bedroom flat. And he's got a wife. 
one bedroom. So I, I was a bit. So as soon as we entered and I put my bag down, he said, oh, don't worry. At night, my wife and myself will, will sleep in the living room and then you sleep on the bed. So you don't worry. So obviously I kept quiet and then, I mean, I, we did the program and everything. Oh, they, they really served me good. It was wonderful. And I realized that, oh, they are living I mean, in a very, very hard conditions, but still they managed to take care of the prophet, the servant of God. So when I finished the program, I mean, I prayed for them and thanked them. I was about to go out of the, their house to go to, I mean, the transport yard to get a transport to Kumasi and my region where I live. So when I was getting ready to go, then the Spirit of God told me, make them millionaires. Make them millionaires. So I turned around and I said, the Lord says I should make you people millionaires. And it was almost like a joke. And I, I, I saw, I think some of you have heard me say it before. I saw the wife, I mean, in, in, eye me like that. You know what we call Bumenichi? In our, in, our, in, in, our, in our local language. She eyed me like that. That means she was angry with what I'm saying. She doesn't believe it. But I didn't allow what she did to perturb me. I pretended like I didn't see it. And I thought it was going to be a long prayer. But when I started, Father, in the name of Jesus, then the Holy Spirit said, say, I make you millionaires. And I paused and I said, in the name of Jesus, I make you millionaires. And then the Holy Spirit said, stop, you finished it, go. I stopped there, took my bag, and I left. Again, I'm not saying that women are very, I mean, analytical. I think the woman was not impressed. What kind of telegram prayer is this? Can this make us <laughs> millionaires? Look at this. You've come to eat my food, and now where you are going, you are trying to, I mean, <laughs> play with our conscience and, and our emotions. Do you know, to cut a long story short, they, be, they, they became millionaires. And the, my, my brother is dead, but the woman is alive. The woman is wallowing in riches. She's wallowing in riches. And I'm talking of not, not, not CD millionaire also. I'm talking of dollar millionaires. All her children studied did their masters and did their doctorate outside of the country and she paid cash international student fee because she she became so blessed anytime she calls me she says come to ghana and enjoy my money you are the one who who, who prophesied this money come and enjoy the money and i said i'm doing god's work it's not about money when the time comes i'll come and do crusades and you pay for it listen Listen, there are some things you do, it can become a lasting memorial. Your amen is weak. Amen. I need a better one. Amen. So you see, now in the lives of Mordecai and Esther, out of them, a feast has been established. It was established to celebrate turning of pear around, which became Purime. And now it is still in celebration. That every year the Jews celebrate the feast, if you don't know, go and ask the feast of Kirai, which was started by Mordecai through the obedience of Esther. It has become a lasting memorial that if you are a covenant child of God, 
no matter what comes against you. And if you stand your grounds and trust your God, your God will turn it around. Amen. So at times, when you are challenged to do something beyond the ordinary, don't go into the flesh. Don't consult empty-headed foolish people who don't know God. Or even people who are very carnal. They claim they know God, but they are very carnal and they will confuse you about the blessing that God is bringing your way. Always remember this, the bishop has taught us about a means of blessing in our work with God. So that you don't become somebody who always tries to use your little mind to figure out spiritual things. And to catch yourself away from the supernatural flow of God's goodness. There are some people that are good at that. When God wants to bless you, they will explain or talk you out of the miraculous hand of God. Because they will use their little coconut. I call it coconut. Little coconut to try to figure out the bigness of God. The foolishness of God is wiser than man. I want to say it again. The foolishness of God is wiser than man. So when God pushes you into something, how many times have God moved me to do things that naturally I can argue, but I choose to have an experience rather than arguing because I need more of God. I need more of God. I need to see him beyond what I've seen of him. There is more of God that we have never yet seen. And there is more of God that he wants to bring to your understanding. A lasting memorial. A lasting memorial. Look at what God did through Mordecai's actions. I don't think that he fully understood when he was acting, when the, the Spirit of God was impressing on his heart to do some things that he did, although he didn't have it in abundance, but he did some things which later on prompted this Feast of Purim to be established as a lasting memorial. He did not fully comprehend it. His ways are not our ways. If you want to understand God fully, if you become too wise in your own conceit, you will miss God all the time. You will miss God. Note it, one. He gave a future to an orphan by self-sacrifice. He gave a future to an orphan called Hadassah or Esther. By denying himself of some luxury living, but then gave a future to Hadassah, not knowing Hadassah was going to be in the kingdom in such a time as that to effect a turnaround and to liberate the Jews from extermination and annihilation. And for God to step on the arena to showcase his fullness. For all to know that God rules in the affairs of men. 
Let me say this. Let me say this. Let me say this. And it's not bragging. I look very simple. I look very ordinary. But I'm a great prophet of God. I don't, I don't throw it in the faces of people. I don't make it too much. But over the years, if I give you the things that God has done, some of them you think ah, is Bishop making it up. I don't make things up. He gave a future to an orphan by self-sacrifice. Two, he maintained a contagious godly lifestyle. He maintained, whilst he was in Israel, he maintained a godly lifestyle. Even when he became a refugee, he maintained a godly lifestyle. No matter where you find yourself, may you maintain a godly lifestyle. No matter where you find yourself, let your light shine before man, so that you may honor your Father in heaven. He maintained a godly lifestyle. Three, he refused to acknowledge another God, even in the face of deadly threats. Look at how he was being threatened. That this Mordecai, the anger started, the Haman's anger started with him. And then because he didn't want it to be obvious, he extended it to encompass all the Jews. But the anger was with Haman. Why? The anger was with Mordecai. Why? Because Mordecai was refusing to bow down to anything apart from God. He refused to acknowledge another God in the face of deadly threats. And also for he exposed evil plot. Please let me tell you there are people who always want to go behind the scenes and plot and plant things. Plot and plant things. They like, I mean, doing things that will, I mean, bring people down. So they will try to bring other people together. You see, anytime as a Christian you act like that, you are doing the work of the devil. You are doing the work of the devil. Don't go behind to sabotage anybody. Don't try to speak things to people without giving the full story for people to have a very bad impression of other people. That is doing the biddings of Satan. You've gone quite on me. Because building a lasting memorial is not an easy thing. You want to do something that will go beyond you so that other people who were not there will come and even rejoice in it. It doesn't just happen. It's not just any Dick and Tom and Harry that can do that. It has to cost you. It has to cost you. At times I look at some people, especially those who come to some churches, and then when we are asking them to give money to support something or give money as a result of something, and then they want to say, oh, this. now today, even if you go to toilet in London, you pay. Toilet. You pay. And you want good things of God without paying anything. Where are you from? Are you living in this world? Some people want to get money and display it to women. Show it off or to men. Some go and display it to men. 
But when it comes to the things of God, it's, it, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. And then they'll find something to, to twist, to put it on it. No. God bless you all who have supported in the Thanksgiving. We've prayed already. And I mean, you will see what God will do in your life. I'm the type that if God leads me prophetically and I say it, God, that's why I gave you the testimony right from the beginning. This woman, I can call you for you to speak to her. I don't give testimonies that cannot be verified. Anything I say is verifiable. So when the opportunity comes for you to do something physical as a means of blessing, for God to pay off your mortgage, for God to pay off your debt, don't try and calculate with your little mind. And trust God and see what God will do. The miracles of the Bible are still happening today. It, 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 I like what Pastor Vin said. It happens only to those who are obedient to the voice of God. If you are not obedient to the voice of God, you will go through church, people will give testimonies, you will never have a testimony. And you'll be surprised. Ah, this is only this woman who is always giving testimony. And you think they are lying. They are not lying. No. It has happened. Because God is a miracle working God. I always tell people, I will teach on this another time. I'll take tithing. You see, I'll take tithing and I'll teach on it. If you give your tithes to a church, you don't determine what the tithe should be used for. You don't even talk about it. Don't let it even come into your mouth when we are talking about money for church. It's those who don't know God, who don't understand. You give it, you've done your spiritual duty. The blessing is what you're expecting. The rest is between God and the church. I'll teach on it properly. I know some people don't know. So at times they are always talking about, oh, but I've been giving time. But I've done it. Shut up, shut up. You don't understand spiritual things. Let's teach you and learn and grow. As soon as a church mentions money, then some people are going, oh, but I've paid this. No, no, no. What you gave, you gave it, I mean, to God. God doesn't come and stand there. But everything his servants do is for him. So when you give it because the servant says, God says, you are giving it to God. There are some people, they say some cliches, they don't understand spiritual things. And at times I look at them and I say, will you keep quiet and learn and stop confusing people? If you learn, you grow. If you don't learn, you stay where you are. And some people don't even stay where they are, they go back. It's quiet, but uh, uh, it's good. Because you want to build a lasting memorial. There is a root to it. It doesn't just happen. It doesn't just happen. It happens because some people sacrifice for some things. And there are big sacrifices. He exposed an evil plot to kill the king. Why? Because his heart was always... He was sitting at the gate of the, of the king. And if gate men are plotting, he could have joined the gate men to go and kill the king so that they can put themselves there. But he quickly went and exposed what they were planning and plotting behind the gate to the king. And then it was written. And that was the reason why God gave Ahasuerus a sleepless night. And then the plot of Haman was turned around. Let me tell you, don't ever join people to speak bad against authority people. 
There are so many things that people in place of authority, especially spiritual leaders, that you will not understand. If you don't understand, go before God and tell God, God, I don't understand this, but please, you are the only one who can explain it to me. I will not let my mouth say anything that will bring something back to me. I've seen it several times. I don't scare people that I'm anointed, touch, don't touch me, and then I'm doing whatever I want. I'm not that type. I'm not that type. I don't scare people with the unction. I'd rather bring people to enjoy that you can also be anointed. This is my calling. This is my desire. This is what I want people to get from God. All that I want is people rising up to fulfill their purpose in Christ. This is my goal. And everybody who has known me for years will tell you that Bishop is always pushing people, helping people to go into new dimensions. But it doesn't mean that if you do something wrong, I will not correct you. I'll correct you with love. You take it, it's good for you. Amen. 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 And we see, it happened because he exposed the evil plot. When you read Acts, I want to bring it to the New Testament and then I'll conclude. Let's go to Acts chapter 10. Acts chapter 10. Acts chapter 10, verse 1 to 4. I don't want to go too much deep into this. Do you know that even the woman who came to decorate the place for that, that one day, the place we use for graduation and ordination, that short time, initially, she wanted to charge us 1,000. Just for those flowers, 1,000. The guy who came to play, to play, the DJ, charged us 200. Somebody was going to do the food and then I stopped. That person wanted to tie this also thousand. And I said, no, our women will do it. And Sister Kate and Tyra and, and Rose came together and they did it for us. Though we gave them money. But the point is they did it. So that we will not go and give somebody thousand. So you see, things don't just happen on. London, I've lived in London. You, you go, you are walking around and you're going to, you want to urinate. You pay before you go into even urinate. We know that everything is quantified in money. Amen. And people want nice things, good things, spiritual things. And then they, they want it that, no money. Then you, you, maybe you go around asking other people. And then they will tell you whatever they think. I don't want to go into specifics. But let me tell you, everything we do has a price. It's simple. Everything, it costs. I'm the type, I don't like argument over money. So if I have to find money somewhere to let things happen, I'll stop it and do it and let it happen. And then later I'll teach for people to understand. That's me. And then somebody told me, somebody uh, that was in uh, some kind of romantic relationship with me. Hey, your papa too can be romantic. Oh. Was in some romantic relationship with me. And the person says, oh, oh, you, you, you don't want fight. Yes, I don't want fight. That's me. Some people like, even in love, they want to fight. I don't fight. I don't like unnecessary argument. I'll save my breath for something better. I don't do that, my children will tell you. Amen. I don't. And I'm not saying they know. I don't. It's not that I can't. Many a thing. 
I'm a very, very, very strong, strong person, tenacious. When it comes to the right things, I can stand for you to know that, mm, but not on unnecessary things. Yeah. Necessary things, I walk away. Because I'll save my bullet for something better. When, when, when Goliath comes, then I'll use my bullet on Goliath, not on little, little unnecessary things. Somebody shout hallelujah. Let's read Acts chapter 10 and then we'll finish. Acts chapter 10 verse 1 to 4. Not a man who did something that became a memorial wouldn't. The Holy Spirit has been begging me so much. That is why last week I decided not to come. Maybe I would have spoken with anger. It wouldn't have been good. Because if I do something with you and we talk in, in private and then you still want to take it outside, then I see that you are, you are a very dangerous person. Yeah. There was a certain man in Caesarea called Cornelius, a centurion of what was called the Italian regiment, a devout man, one who feared God with all his household, who gave alms generously to the people and prayed to God always. About the ninth hour of the day, he saw clearly in a vision an angel of God coming in and saying to him, Cornelius, and when he observed him, he was afraid and said, What is it, Lord? So he said to him, Your prayers, note it, your arms have come up for a memorial before God. Your prayers and your giving. Giving always moves God. When you give, it moves God. That's why we have sacrifices in the Old Testament. They always have to take a sacrifice with an animal, with some things. And then certain parts of, of the sacrifice will be given to the priest. If you become envious that your spiritual leader is getting something, then there's something wrong with you. He doesn't go to work in any place for him to be paid. And then when maybe in something he's going to get something, then you are worried about it. Your mind, you can't sleep over it. Then you are, you are, you, if you get your paycheck, your mind should tell you something. Every day you get your paycheck, your mind should tell you, should tell you something. That is why I intentionally didn't let us take offering there. I stopped it because I wanted to prove to people that my God is awesome. We didn't do it for money. We did it to, that is why I decided that the, the moderator was asking me, Bishop, he said, no, we're not taking anybody's money from here because our God is faithful. And our God did it beyond all reasonable doubt. It was so beautiful. I can't stop. This is a lasting memorial. Pastor Vince, I mean the graduates, and I mean Rose, your day has become a lasting memory. I'm getting people calling me from America, calling me from here saying, Bishop, your church, you have done it again. And I say, oh, glory to God. All the ministers that came, they, they, they said, this is beautiful. That is why before we're doing it, and, and I'm not bragging, everything is from this, my head, and the Holy Ghost dropping it. I spend midnight putting everything together, planning everything, Printing everything, doing this so that it will be beautiful. Amen. I thought you were all going to clap for your papa. Amen. <laughs> it's, just, it's just a joke. It's just a joke. It's all right. Note it. God said, Your giving of arms and your prayer has risen before God as a memorial. 
It has come before God as a memorial. That means a lasting remembrance of what you have done. And this man was an Italian. He was not a Jew. It was because of what he did that the Holy Ghost moved from the Jews and then added us, Gentiles, into the baptism of the Holy Ghost for us to speak in tongues now. He was the first Gentile, a person who is not a Jew, to receive that because he did something that became a lasting memorial. May you do something that will be a lasting memorial in your life. When the opportunity comes, may you identify it and may you in obedience do it to bring glory and honor to God. I challenge you that God will give you chance. God will give you opportunity that you will do something that will have a lasting memorial. Let's finish with Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 10. Hebrews 6, 10. And this is the last scripture. And then I will, we will, I mean, pause. There are some announcements. I won't do them today. We'll do them next week. Because I think, oh, no, it's, it's only now getting to 12. So I've not kept you too long. So I don't have to rush. Somebody say, Amen. Amen. Good. Let's read Hebrews chapter 6, verse 10. He says, For God is not unjust. To forget your work and labor of love, which you have shown toward his name, in that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. He says, God will never forget the good things you did. The sacrifices you make for his people, for his ministers, for his work, and for the kingdom. God is not unjust to forget. May you seek to build a lasting memorial. When the opportunity comes, capture the moment. Step up to the plate and see what God will also do in your life. Lasting memorial. The Feast of Piran is still in celebration now because of Esther and Mordecai. May you be remembered for something. Not just something that will benefit you, you, yourself, and your family. You, yourself, and your family. No, 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 no. That is a selfish living. Go into the kingdom and let God be a blessing to you. This seals, this is the final time of our study. The next time I come to you, I'll be coming with something new, something fresh. God bless you so much as you prepare for the Christmas. May everything you need be given to you. May you and your people see God in a new dimension. May the hand of victory of Jehovah come or extend into your life to give you what is not there. May the miraculous power of God intervene in anything that is giving you sleepless nights, sicknesses, diseases, that is afflicted and hiding, chronic, chronic sickness, diseases. Harassment, tormentations, or demons afflicting you. May it come to a stop in the blood of Jesus. May the power of God cause you to see the emergence of new days. That will cause you to rejoice and rejoice. And know that your God is good and his mercies endures forever. God bless you as you seek to build a lasting memorial. Bless you.